Welcome to The Good Goddess Show, a weekly podcast for women who are fed up, are feeling bloated and tired. I'm your host, Kezi Hall, holistic nutritionist and all-around health geek. Let's dive into the show. Welcome to this week's podcast episode and this week I am talking about the three fears that all my clients have. Um, This is something I've seen time and time again so I wanted to talk about it because I know that talking about this will really help you to just know that it's normal to have fear and a lot of the time I see these fears getting in the way of people making progress so I just want to normalize them. These are things that each of my clients' experience, I've experienced them, and sometimes being aware of them, having that knowledge of them being there can actually be really empowering. She can know, yes, I know what to expect. This is just my brain trying to help me, trying to keep me alive, and then you can make some really empowered choices around that, which sounds really good, okay? It's gonna be a good one. These are three things you probably don't realize are going on, but they're kind of probably underneath the surface of your brain. But otherwise, thank you for joining me in this podcast. Yay! I'm Kezia Hall, holistic nutritionist, and I run The Good Goddess Show. And this is a weekly podcast, and there is over 200 episodes that you can listen to. So if you are struggling with your energy, with your digestion, with your hormones, with your skin, with your relationship with food, I have covered it all from all different angles here on the podcast. So do make sure you go back and check it out and check out the different episodes because there's so much good stuff there. And every week I get people telling me how helpful this podcast is. So I know that it could be useful for you as well. And before we dive into today's episode, um, I thought I normally just do some general life updates. It's not a lot to update you on, really. (laughs) Have to say, other than I've started researching um, getting a chicken coop, which I think I mentioned last week, that's not gone any further. Um, and just been working with clients, wrapping up a bunch of programs with clients, doing some research, going through test results, doing my own learning, um, and just really, I feel really grateful that, you know, I get to do this and just help clients kind of guide them through this path. I just wrapped up with a client and their main goal was their energy, but also there's a bit of weight loss there and a little bit just around their cognitive function. Um, and we were just wrapping up and they were just like, oh my goodness, I feel like just everything had changed. Their relationship with food had changed, their relationship with their body, their energy, their like thinking capacity had changed, their weight had finally started to go down. Whereas for this client particularly, they were just always at like this plateau, like they just couldn't just didn't seem to lose weight at all, which sometimes that comes up with clients where no matter what they do, they can't lose weight. Other people can lose a little bit of weight, but they can never quite get past that plateau. Anyway, she was just feeling really stoked, being like, yes, I know what works for me. I know what works for my health conditions. And just just having your energy and your brain function, like your brain turned on a bit more, if that makes sense. It's obviously not literally what's happening because her brain has been there, but just that like, optimizing, which is a lot of what I do with clients and is that kind of optimizing, helping things just, just get, like just for you right now, imagine if your energy was like 10, 20% better. How is that going to impact your life? Like it would make a phenomenal difference. 
whether no matter where you are on the fatigue spectrum, maybe you're chronically fatigued, really struggling, maybe your energy's all right, it's a bit up and low. But imagine, like, what would you do with like 20% more energy? Like, it really is our currency. So I love, love, love helping clients support with that. Um, so otherwise, yeah, that's been happening. But I want to dive into this episode. It's a really good one. You might want to take notes. I know some of this is going to resonate with you. And again, this might not be stuff you've heard before. When we, when you think about holistic nutrition, like looking at fears, you might be like, what, Kezi, what's that? <laughs> what's that got to do with what I eat exactly? But trust me, it has a lot to do. Remember, if you're looking to create transformation and change, it's about the strategy So solving the right problem for your biology is really important. And it's about implementation and the psychology. And the implementation has a lot to do with the psychology of things. So it's not just about getting the right nutritional and lifestyle and functional medicine strategy, although you do want the right one because some people go wrong on that all the time. It's also about the psychology. And those two things together are the things that help you to create those big shifts that's why when I work with clients, like, oh my goodness, so much has changed. This is better. 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 Because it's the right strategy and it's the implement help to implement, which if you, if you struggle with implementation, that primarily is to do with your psychology. It's why I do the work that I do. Anyway, let's get on with today's show. Did you hear that I'm doing a fun new thing? This is going to be something that's going to help take stuff off your to-do list. You are going to feel so much clearer, less overwhelmed, really focused, feel really motivated when it comes to your health and knowing what to eat. It's going to be something that's going to make your life easier and it's going to be free and I'm offering it every week. And no, it's not the podcast because the podcast does all those things as well. But, you know, I'm ramping it up. I'm making it even better because I really know that you can feel better. I know that I can help. And what I'm offering every week is two free clarity calls. These are free 20, 25 minute Zoom chats with me where you get my eyeballs on your health. And there's twofold purpose for these. What we'll do is over that 20, 25 minutes, because this is something I'm trained in and do every day, I will be able to glean more of, okay, what is going on? What are some of your root causes? I'll be able to begin to figure out what are some of the key imbalances happening. And you will leave with clarity of what to focus on. What are the right next steps for you? These calls are also an opportunity where we can find out more about working together. Would that be a good fit for you? What would that look like? What would the lab tests look like? What would your personalized program be? And how would that work together? I would love to have one of these calls with you because, you know, a lot of what I talk about here on the podcast is having that personalized approach based on your unique body. But I can't do that when I'm doing a podcast that thousands and thousands of people listen to. But in a conversation, I know that after 20 minutes, I can help you gain so much more clarity of what is really going on with your health. What are the main problems to solve and what your next steps are? And that might be working with me. If I feel like I can help, I will let you know and you can decide and we can go through that or it might not be but you will be clear on what are the next steps I know so much of the time people are googling they're reading they're getting contradictory advice and in the end they're not making any progress still feeling stuck so I want to give you this for free help give you give you the gift of clarity cheesy as it sounds 
So if you want one of these free calls, I'm making space in my calendar for two each week. So it'll just roll on and when each week's full up, they'll be booked up. Um, they'll be done on Zoom and you can book in at Kezia Hall, K-E-Z-I-A-H-A-L-L.com forward slash book. So that's keziahall.com forward slash book. Book in your free clarity call. You can also find the link in the show notes on Instagram. I would love to chat with you. These are really fun. They're going to be really informative, but also chilled, zero pressure. Um, yes, we'll talk about working with me if I think, honestly, that's going to be a good fit. And if you want to, but these are not like, I don't know high pressure calls. They're meant to be fun. They're meant to be helpful. And I would love, love, love for you to gain more clarity so that you can start solving the right problems in your body and in your health and therefore see results with more speed and more ease. That's that's really what we want, right? So book your call, keziahall.com forward slash book, B-O-O-K. You can just go to keziahall.com as well and you'll see at the top, book a clarity call. You can book in there. I would love to chat with you. I really, really would. So pause this right now. Pause, go book in, come back. Okay, I'm looking forward to chat and let's get on with today's episode. So the three things that every client is scared of. Now, I have now worked with hundreds of people. And I help them start their energy, their digestion, toilet habits, skin issues, uh, sleep, their relationship with food. We use a functional medicine, holistic, nutritional approach to that. And I've noticed that in 90% of my clients, they are all scared about these same three things. They're terrified about these three things at the start. And sometimes it puts people off for good. They just never... Either it's working with me or just making any changes. This isn't just about working with me. This might apply to making any change when it comes to your food, lifestyle, you know, working on your health, your well-being, your physical and mental well-being. These three fears can put people off before they even get started and can really get in the way. So I want you to know about them so we can normalize it. Just all be like, cool, cool. Like, this happens. I'm scared about this. Cool. Yeah, that, that's totally normal. This isn't, this is that everybody feels scared about these things. Because there's something really empowering about that when you realize, oh, like I have three young kids. So it helps me to know that every parent often thinks they're being an absolutely shit parent. Like that's not unique to me, if that makes sense. Every mom, every parent I speak to is has moments where they're like, I'm doing such a bad job at this. That isn't a unique fear to me. I know, so I can go, okay, it, it really just helps me. It doesn't mean it's fun to feel like I'm a crap parent, but I know this is, this is normal. This is part of the parenting journey. Cool. This is part of it. But with health stuff, we don't sometimes um, outline those fears. So we, what then happens is you make them mean a lot. And often when it comes to health, people make them mean that they shouldn't take action. They shouldn't take that leap. They shouldn't take the next step. They shouldn't try. They shouldn't bother because we attach so much meaning to these fears because we think it's just us or it's a surprise that they happen. Whereas if we can expect these fears to come up every time we want to bring change and transformation to our health, our eating and our life, if we, every time we want to optimize our energy, improve our health, then we can be like, okay, cool. Yeah, totally expected this to happen. And that can really actually accelerate your results instead of 
kind of pulling you back and, and stopping you getting from where you want to be. Because I'm guessing that if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you want to create transformation. Some area of your health, your energy, your hormones, your belly, you want to change. And I completely believe that you can. You can feel better than what you do right now, but you've got to get rid of the things that are getting in your way of getting started. And these are the things that stop people before they start. They're kind of like, whoa, 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 no, I won't even start, if that makes sense. So um, I'm going to dive into them. And I think they should be really, really helpful. And here's an an example of um, how, what this looked like this week and how this was helpful for, for me even is this week I had a, um, I, I went to a dancing class. Um, it was called MTV Dance. Uh, or was it, depending on when you listen to this, it might have been a while ago. Anyway, and I've been wanting to do a dance class for ages, but no one I knew could come with me. It was a bit of a pain in the butt to get there in terms of the time investment. I had to drive like half an hour. So it's like an hour in the car. Like it's an evening, got to get the kids in bed. Like I, no. no. Didn't want to do that. Plus, I'm like, felt like I might be old. MTV dance. Like, I'm no, I'm no, I don't even know what the popular bands are. Like, I'm, I can't, I'm not a great dancer. I don't even know what the latest pop songs are. And I'm probably going to be like 10 years older than everybody there. That's, these are the thoughts all going through my head. But I knew, I knew that feeling scared about going to a dance class was totally normal. I knew that I would feel scared. I knew that this would come up. I knew I would feel resistance. I expected it. So when it showed up, I could be like, hey, fear, totally get that you're there. I'm doing this anyway. I'm going to try it once. I'm going to go. I went. I loved it. We danced to Shakira. It was great. I wasn't great at it, but it felt so good to just do it, to just get started. Something I said I've been doing for ages, wanted to do for ages and never done. It felt so good to be like, yes, I am making, I'm gaining ground with this. I'm moving forward with this. It felt so empowering and I will go again I've done it once now that's the biggest thing is just getting started and it's the same with our health just getting started you maybe want to deal with your IBS and your belly for years and just getting consistently started is one of the biggest things and these three things I'm going to share with you are probably part of what is stopping you from from just just getting started okay um great I'm just going to check that I have my notes perfect okay so the first thing First fear that gets in the way, that gets in the way of people starting, is the idea that uh, this won't work. It's not going to work. It sounds really simple, right? And potentially a logical fear, but this idea is not going to work. I've tried it before. This won't work. That won't work for me, Kezia. I've tried this. I've tried everything. I've done everything. It won't work. All of those are just different ways of saying, this isn't going to work for me. And it might be because you've tried stuff before and it's not worked, Or it might just be you've just decided things aren't going to work. And there's two aspects to this one. I like to break it into this fear into two parts. There's a logical part and there is a belief part. So let's start with the logical part. What What if it doesn't work? That's a relatively logical question. What if it doesn't work? Okay, like what if you... Uh, let, let's, I'll just use myself as an example. What if we sign up with working together and you have IBS, PCOS, and you'd like to lose some weight and you're really tired? What if after working with me, after four months, you literally feel no different? No different. I mean, it's really unlikely, but let's just, this is probably not a great example. What if it doesn't work? Okay, so that's a good logical thing to address. How do I ensure that this won't happen? 
The main thing you want, when it comes to your health, the main thing you want to do to ensure and deal with this, to tick this box off, is make sure that you, whatever action you take, whether it's working with me, whether it's working with a therapist, whether it's personal trainer, whether it's um, getting that referral to the endocrinologist, whatever it is, is make sure that you figure out what the problem or problems are and that you your, the action you're thinking about taking matches the problem because that is something that most people don't do. So if stuff hasn't worked before, it will be because the action you were taking was not solving the right problem. Or said a different way, you didn't know what the problem was, so you were just throwing spaghetti at a wall. And that will not work, and that is discouraging. You have to take action that is gonna be the prop, the solution to the problem. If you do not know what the problems are, then it's really hard to see results because all of the those healthy actions you take are potentially health healthy, like good things to do, but the problem isn't. That's not the problem. So for example, maybe you start taking a probiotic, but the problem isn't that you need more good bacteria in your gut. The problem is that your chemical digestion, your stomach acid is wonky, you have yeast overgrowth in your stomach, you have poor gut motility, your sleep quality is bad, your insulin management is off, and your um, detox pathways, methylation or whatever is sluggish. So you could be like, I've tried that before because you took a probiotic, but the, the probiotic wouldn't have solved any of those problems. You just hoped that it would, but you didn't know what the problem was. So this one, this idea that the fear that it won't work, nothing will work for you, it will be a waste of time, whatever, you know, the all flavors of the same, like they're all words of the same, I've lost the phrase, you know what I mean? Saying the same thing is to ensure that doesn't happen, make sure that you have a good idea of what is the problem you're solving. Another great example of this is with um, weight. People will join Slimming World, for example, or fill in another gap, Whole30, any nutritional strategy. So this, I'm not bashing any of these nutritional strategies. You could put this with any decent nutritional strategy. You go, okay, I, um, I want to shift some fat. I'm going to join Slimming World. Um, and then you confuse it, maybe why that doesn't work. Pretend, probably, if that doesn't work for you, it's because having a calorie controlled low fat diet isn't the solution because that wasn't the problem perhaps you weren't overeating your calories beforehand perhaps you didn't need you weren't overeating in fat perhaps it wasn't about calories it was about insulin management it was about your thyroid it was about your gut health it was about your poo it was about your sleep so swimming world is neutral neutral strategy but it's not it's not solving the problem but that's often what people do they go oh uh, I just, this seems like a good thing to do. And then it won't work if it's not going to solve the problem. It's like trying to, you know, you have, this is an extreme example, but you've cut your fingers off and you go, right, I'm going to go to a uh, acupuncturist to help with this. Is the acupuncture, is acupuncture bad? No, it can be really, really helpful but it's not the right solution. If you've cut your fingers off, you need to go find a surgeon to go sew them back on. But we, but for some reason, we don't tend to think about that when it comes to food and our hormones and those kind of things. So that's the logical part. This won't work. Next thing 
is this belief aspect of this fear that this won't work. There's two parts to this. One is logical and it's good to address that. I'm all about logical, critical thinking. Second part is, is that this is a belief you have invested in for a long time and you've gotten to the point where you think nothing works for you. If this becomes a solid belief, and I see this with clients quite a lot, nothing you do will work because you decide ahead of time that nothing is working for you. So I've seen this come up with clients a lot where we create a strategy based on figuring out what some of the problems are. They decide after a day of implementing said strategy that it's not working. So they've decided it's not working before they know it's not working because they have this belief. And what does that do? It means it doesn't work. Why doesn't it work? Because they don't actually implement the strategy. They don't give it a chance. They are already so convinced and so invested in the belief that nothing works for them. Nothing is going to work for them. Why? Because they will not implement it consistently because they've already decided it's not going to work for them. I see this a lot. So say it might be a client's, I suggest based on various things, symptoms, data, okay, maybe it'd be worth going gluten-free for a month for 30 days. Let's run an experiment. They go, I've already done that, Kezia. It doesn't work. Okay. So I go, okay, cool. Like how long did you do it for? We restrict. Turns out they went gluten-free for maybe three days. Then they ended up having gluten back in and this idea that it doesn't work is the fact they've done it for three days. So I go, okay, cool. Well, you didn't do it properly. So let's do it properly as an experiment and then check in again. But if they are so attached to the belief that gluten-free hasn't worked for them, then they won't implement it. They've already decided it doesn't work. They've already decided that nothing works for them. And that is a really problematic space to be in. And that's why you need the support, the coaching, the accountability to help with someone. Sometimes it can literally be, I just point this out to clients and they go, oh my goodness, you're so right. You're so right. This is a loop I'm in. And they never realize that for themselves. So number one, the first fear is, is this idea that it won't work. You've got to explore that logically and you've got to explore that as a belief and a value that you have. The next fear that people have is around investment and money, energy, or time. And I'm going to focus on money here because it's probably the best example and it's probably where we would have the biggest emotional response. But you can also equate this to um, time, investing your time and your energy, investing your uh, your energy uh, into your health as well. So sometimes we get that this always comes up with clients. All of my clients before they work with me, I'll use my own practice example, but you can apply this to lots of different areas. Um, every client I work that works with me is scared about investing money. Is scared about this investment partly because. It's not um, something we do culturally. We're not um, investing in your health isn't a thing that we do. We'd rather invest in iPhones, cars, holidays, nothing wrong with those things. But it's more culturally acceptable to invest in those things than it is to invest in your body and your actual health and well-being for whatever, which is odd when you think about that. But I talked about that in a previous episode, so I won't go into it. So with money especially, it can sometimes be really logical and numerical you know, so you might be wanting to invest in organic broccoli for £1.20, but you only have a pound on you. Therefore, you cannot invest in the organic broccoli. You have to buy the 50p non-organic broccoli and trust that that's going to be good for you anyway. So sometimes it's totally numerical, logical, totally fine. And if we take a time example, you might um, really want to go to a yoga class, but, or there's no yoga classes that work that are on when you are not working. 
for some reason, and you've literally, you actually looked, there's no yoga classes available. Maybe you work shifts. There's none available that suit your shift pattern. Okay, that's like, just is what it is. So there's that logical, numerical component. But a lot of the time, when it comes to money, and when it comes to time, it's actually more of an emotional thing. And it's more of this idea of being uncomfortable of investing time or money into ourselves because it's a really counter-cultural counter and different thing to be, on, be done. And it feels like a risk. Investing in your body, especially, I mainly work with women, but not exclusively women, investing in their body feels uncomfortable. It feels hard. And I just wanna share with you, that is really normal. I've got three examples here from people that I've worked with clients. So one client, let's just call her um, Callie. She was really struggling with pain, really struggling with sleep and her energy. When before she came working to me, she really wanted to work together. She felt like it was the right thing, but was really scared about investing the money, understandably. Now we know everybody feels, everyone I've worked with that works with me is scared about spending the money. Totally normal. Really scared about investing. She kept being like, I feel sick, but I really want to do it, but I don't, you know. So she just had time, sat about, you know, I don't pressure people. It's totally her choice. Um, but she decided to go for it. She really felt something and it was like, I really think this is going to help. And we worked together. After three or four months, her pain levels had totally dissipated. Her energy had improved. She felt so much better and she was so glad. She was like raving to her mom how glad she was to make that investment, even though it felt scary. When I And then at the end, she was like, "Is the, was this worth it? She's like, 100% yes. I was so scared, but this really has been such a worthwhile investment. I feel so much better now. It meant, you know, just the cascading effect of that was massive and how it's affecting her work, her ability to earn money, all these kinds of things. So that's Callie. Another client we'll call um, Bob uh, was... Um, just it, they were just surprised at the price, which often people are working with me. And they're like, oh, that's more than I expected. They went away and had to think about it. They were a bit scared that, but they, again, had been struggling for years and years and years and years and years and years, and years with a lot of gut issues, a lot of pain, sleep. They could see how it was affecting their life, but they went for it. They knew it'd be worth it. They were hoping they'd get that return on their investment. We worked together actually recently wrapped up on a program feeling so much better pain levels reduced sleep improved and they know they just feel so much um more aware of what to do with their body and are just enjoying the benefits of their hard work and when asked you know is this worth you know this is obviously it obviously an investment worth it yeah was totally scared about it but glad I did it or if I think about another client who again had been saving up to work with me for a while because they were also saving up for a wedding and you know just other expensive stuff in life um was a bit like oh I could put this towards a wedding that would maybe be a more logical choice but she was like no this is my health she'd done a really great job at applying a lot of the stuff I share on this podcast and on past episodes so she'd have gone as far as she could go based on her own research. She had a decent diet, whole foods. She was already gluten and sugar-free. She was already applying lots of really great principles, but she still wasn't, her symptoms, which was mainly her skin and eczema, was actually getting worse. And a lot of her symptoms were getting worse despite this healthy, whole food, gluten-free, sugar-free lifestyle, despite having listened and implemented stuff on this podcast. She was like, what is going on? So with her, she was scared to make this investment because there was other things she could spend it on, but she was aware 
oh, this is actually going to make a big difference to how I feel. And I really just want this to be like, I've, I've come as far as I can come on my own. I need support. We ran tests. We got to the bottom of it. Her eczema cleared up. Energy improved. Blah, blah, blah. Incredible results. And then so at the end, is it worth it? 100% yes. Was she scared to begin with? 100% yes. <laughs> so just to normalize that. Yeah, especially money. Some of it is just numerical, logical. That's totally fine. The broccoli example. If you only have a pound, you can't buy broccoli for £1.20. But so much of the time, it's more about our conditioning and our fear and what we feel comfortable. We have feel comfortable investing in a car or a holiday, but we feel uncomfortable investing in our health. Some of that's if you're female, because we are not encouraged to, to, to take care of our bodies apart from for them to be slim which is super toxic. So sometimes that just makes us want to not have any healthy relationship with our body at all. Sometimes it's just because it's scary. It is uncomfortable, but hopefully you know now you're you're not the only one that feels like that. Hundreds of people I work with feel like, I feel like that. When I invest, I literally just sent off um, a stool sample for myself this week. So that test in itself costs a couple of hundred pounds, 300 pounds. And I was like, ooh, should I? Should I pay? No, no I think I'm good. No, but I was like, no. Kezi, this is you, but the decision is quick for me because I have evidence and data now that every time I, I know I'm going to feel scared about investing in my health, doing a gut test, test, could I spend 300 pounds on something else? Yeah. So I could put it in my mortgage. I could save it. I could give it to charity. I could buy presents with it. I could do lots more practical, acceptable things with it. But I know from doing it time and time again, of course, I'm going to be scared about it. it that's really normal but I see a return on the investment. And that's the other thing is, yes, investing money can feel really scared, especially if you go back to the start and you think it's not gonna work. Of course that feels frightening. So invest, I'm not saying just invest money willy-nilly, no, but figure out what the problem is and then invest money in that, you know? That, that makes sense. Okay, so that's the third fear is the investment piece that we're scared to invest. The, the second piece, sorry, the third part that people are always scared of at the beginning, when they're thinking about working with me, when we've just started, everybody is scared that it's gonna be so hard and so much work, that they're gonna have to change everything, every single meal, the way they eat, the way they shop, the way they cook, everything, their routines, their habits, everything. They're gonna have to suddenly start doing like an hour of yoga every day or run for an hour or do exercise that they don't like or eat foods that they don't like or every single thing is gonna have to change and that is just so exhausting to even think about. It's so much work and it sounds so hard. You would agree. But from my context and my practice and I can't speak for every other thing you might invest in or wanna do, but that is the power of getting personalized support. It actually should make your life easier when things are personalized to you. Or another example, not working with me, say you are thinking about going, getting, uh, working with a psychotherapist to work on your brain, to put it simply. You could Google lots of really helpful exercises that might help with your anxiety. But if you go to a good, qualified, recommended psychotherapist, she will probably be able to give you this one thing that is really gonna be helpful for you. This one exercise, this thing each week, really should cut through all the noise and go, this is gonna be helpful for you. Not all of these 10 things. And that's what I do with my practice. I often ask clients to pick the easiest path, the path of least resistance, the simplest thing, and because it's personalized, they're not, there's no formulas in the way that I work with people. Like everyone who comes and work with me has to eat 
um, meat or vegetarian or blah, blah, blah. No, 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 it's totally personal. What foods do you like? What do you not like? What's your schedule like? Do you do shifts? Do you have kids? Are you the main cook? Does someone else cook? Do you do the shopping? Do you like cooking? Would you rather have meal delivery services? Like totally personalized. Actually, when you get, when you get support that solves the right problem, actually it should make your life easier. Why? Because it's laser focused. So you do less things, focus on less things. If you're working with me, you're not thinking, Googling, strategizing. I do all of that. You focus and do less and it makes things simpler and easier. The hardest bit, the thing that is actually hard is just taking that first leap. The thing that is hard is dealing with those first two points, the um, fear that it won't work and the investment piece. Getting over those two things are probably the hardest bit. The mindset, the thinking, the belief, the fears, just stepping over those fears, going, hey, fear, I see you there. I'm not going to pretend you're not there. Everyone feels these fears, apparently, Kezia said, totally normal. I'm going to see you, but I'm still going in this direction. I'm still going to do this. That's probably the hardest bit out of all, okay? So those are your three fears that I see time and time again in the way I've experienced them. I see them with clients all the time. And when we can just acknowledge these fears, expect them to be there, we can have a lot more compassion and just keep making progress. Whereas if you're suddenly like, oh my goodness, why have these come up? That's often going to stop you making progress before you even get there, if that makes sense. So your takeaways are if you're wanting to create change, expect it to feel uncomfortable and scary. Like me going to that dance class, it was scary, but that doesn't mean it wasn't worth doing. It might feel scary to think about ditching refined sugar. It might feel too hard, too much, like a waste of time. Doesn't mean it's not worth doing, okay? So don't um, don't let the fear of it won't work get to acknowledge it. Don't pretend it's not there, but check in with your beliefs, check in with your body, look at how you feel about investing, get logical, figure out what the problems are and let it be easy. Get the right, and when you get the right support, so when you have, like we talked about at the beginning, when you have the right, a strategy that's solving the right problem, because you know what the problems are, often it's problems, not problem with my clients. We know what the problems are, you can work on a strategy and then make sure you have the support piece, to support with the implementation. When you have, when you know what the problems are, when you have a strategy that targets those problems and you have the support to help you implement that strategy consistently, you just see incredible results. That is an incredible combination. That is why if we're thinking about my clients, like in a couple of months, they can make huge progress. It's not because like I give them some magical supplement. No, it's because they get that kind of trifecta and that's so magical. So I hope this has been helpful for you. If you have any questions, feel free to send them over on Instagram or leave a comment. Um, Otherwise, thank you for being here. Please share this podcast, leave a review on iTunes if you haven't done yet. Otherwise, I will see you next week. Sending you lots of love. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm so glad that you are here. And if you're looking for more in-depth, personalized support, then remember, I'm currently taking on new clients so we could get started working together super soon. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book to book in your call with me and we'll just chat it through what it looks like, what it would look like for you and answer all of your questions and you can decide if it's a good fit. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book 
book in your call with me and we can chat super soon on Zoom, which would be really fun. It'd be like a podcast, but where you can reply, <laughs> which is always fun. So I would love to chat with you. So head to keziahall.com forward slash book and we can just chat it through. This is a really chilled, informal chat. No pressure, no weird, weird sales techniques, just a chat on Zoom and feel free to bring a cup of tea. Okay. I look forward to speaking to you soon. Bye.